everyone! Welcome to episode 8 of the Generic Gaming Podcast.mp3, the podcast where we talk about a new game every week. My name is Logan Myrie, and as always, I'm joined by my esteemed co-host and sound engineer, Eric. Always late to record this show, Kraus. Eric, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm not that late. Always, dude. It I'm never always failed. at least 10 minutes late. <laughs> yeah, it never failed. Today, all right, here's the thing. Today, I was late. Yeah, so. But I, that's because I was driving, although I was driving from Wisconsin Dells. We were like running into some, It's you know, it's been a day. But normally, I'm like, yeah. Eric, let's record at 9.30. You, I, and then I just get here at 9.30 and you get here at like 9.50. And yeah. that's usually how it goes. <laughs> and so it gives me time to like prep our guests or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So it works out. I've just given you the opportunity to prep our guests. You know, it's fine because my prep sheet's never done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm just giving you time. I know you're not coming prepared. So it's totally what I'm doing. I'm just giving you time. Yeah. Today we're just recording on an off day. That's why I was here on time. Yeah. You basically just texted me that I just got my stuff together and came down here. So that's why I was on time. Fair enough. But so, Eric, today we're running solo. We don't have a guest. It's just going to be you and I. Yes. And we have a game to talk about. I haven't brought it to the table as normally. It's metaphorical. Yes. Uh, but first, it's time for the most important part of the show, the most vital part of the show. Some would say the most entertaining part of the show, the hot take corner. It certainly sprouts a long junction to the podcast where we don't talk about the game at all and spend 20 minutes talking about the hot take. Yeah. But it's my, it's my favorite part of the show. Anyways, we don't have a guest, so I've brought in a hot take mm-hmm. because you never have hot takes. No. So my hot take is that mechanical pencils, you know what I'm talking about? The ones you click the yes. thing, the light comes out of the end? Fucking suck. No, they're they're, they're horrible. Wrong. They're bad. No. Here's the thing. They, they, my, my really big beef with these is that it makes like a really horrible scratchy sound on the paper. Mm-hmm. And I think it might have something to do with the way I hold my pencil, but I hate it. I hate them. The lead always breaks. You got, I don't know. These are just, they're worst. Just get a two, just get a number two pencil. Yeah, but then you have to sharpen that shit all the time. And it leaves the crappy crumbs. And we're in college. There's no pencil sharpeners (laughs) in the room. So what are, you, what are you getting to do if you break your stupid number two pencil? You're you're stuck, and well, you gotta pull out one of those little hand sharpeners. And guess what? All this granite and uh, wood is now on your paper, and you just got what? You're gonna blow it out the floor like some asshole. This is pretty wasteful of me, probably. But honestly, what I do is I buy number I buy the sharpened number two pencils, and then when they break, I just I just throw them away. A whole pencil? <laughs> you just throw away a whole pencil. Yeah. <laughs> And replace it with a new pencil. Yep, every time. So well, you're but, a monster. Well, it's not that big of a deal because, like you said, we're in college. I don't have to write anything ever anyway. So yeah, everything's on everything. I'm typing. You know, my pencil or my fingers on the keys. Yeah. But when I do have to write, I usually just use a pen because, like, again. Also true. I, I don't really use a pencil that much at all. No, but if I am required to use a pencil, I'm, I'm taking a test or something. It's a paper test. I need to use pencil, mm-hmm. whatever. I'm taking notes. Fuck a mechanical pencil is all I'm saying. No, mechanical pencils. And then are the you way break the, the lead, and the lead gets everywhere. You know, it's the same concept. Yeah, but the- you brush that off and go put it on the carpet. It gets grounded. No one can see it. I guess those uh, wood shavings. People could see those. You look like a dick. I was a little shook though when I came to college, and there were just no pencil sharpeners anywhere. Yeah, because like I don't know, you, you know, K through twelve, every room has mm-hmm. a pencil sharpener. They vary in in like quality. But and honestly, you think so like Harvey Hall, the building where bo- our major basically takes place, yeah. is entirely meant for English and writing. Mm-hmm. Not a single pencil sharper nope. I know of in the building. Lots of lots of TVs though. Yeah, plenty of TVs and different projectors, but I don't know. We're primarily a computer campus, so the oh, yeah, only time a- I ever write is for notes. And if I I use pen for that, 
The only so I guess I only use pencil for like actually solving like our linguistics homework. I'll use pencil for that yeah. so I can erase shit. Yeah, because you can erase it. Yeah, and you know we're messing up all on that. Yeah. Side. <laughs> uh, what's your what's your favorite type of pen? You got like a go to? Yeah, I can't think of what they're called. I have one in my backpack. I could get it out, but they're like the G two ones. And I don't know, they're the black pens and they got, they're kind of like gel pens almost, but like they got a nice tip mm-hmm. and they just write very smooth. And I like those like a nice tip. You know? Yeah. I like a good tip. You know, I like the ones that like, it has like, it, they, they give out like a lot of ink, like really thick ink. Yeah. I hate those. And like, I don't know. It just feels like it kind of feels like you're writing on like water or something. I love that stuff. Yeah. I don't, I don't want it to be too inky. I like a thin line. Yeah. You ever used like one of those uh the sh- the sharpies that has like the really thin tip? And, yes. Like, that, that's like using mechanical pencil. It's the, I, same, it's uh, the worst. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like those because they put too much resistance on yeah. your writing. So it, it kind of gives me like a nails on chalkboard type yep. feeling when you're writing on the paper, especially if you're like pressed too hard and you get like the smear sound yeah. go across it. Just like this ugh. is how I feel about mechanical pencils, Eric. I'm glad you said that because that's exactly what mechanical oh, pencils. Oh, I don't. The mechanical pencils don't give me that kind of resistance feeling. It feels like writing on the normal pencil. All right. Well, you know, normally the hot takes, they kind of branch off into this long conversation. This one only went five minutes. I'm perfectly content with that. It wasn't that hot of a take. It wasn't that hot of a take, to be honest. We've had better. No, yeah, we've had much better, but it's an off episode, you know? Anyways, so today we're going to talk about one of my favorite games of all time. Same. I have a tattoo of the, like, commemorating this game. I don't. You should. I mean, Uh, maybe after this podcast, you'll be inspired. Yeah, let's just go get tattoos. Yeah. (laughs) We're talking about Life is Strange. And so, no, obviously, normally I'd say, tell the guest, do the six words to describe the game, then I'll describe the game. I'm going to do both today. Uh, describe the game in six words. For uh, First game to make me cry. I didn't cry. but it's, You yeah. don't have a heart. <laughs> That's true. I don't really cry at media. I don't even know the last time I cried, though, <laughs> Here's to be the thing. Honest. I cry at every <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Anytime I go see a movie in the theaters, it's pretty much guaranteed that I'm probably going to tear up a little yeah. bit. I think you cried at Halloween, right? So like. No, I didn't cry <laughs> at Halloween. <laughs> that would be funny if he did, though. Yeah. Oh, poor Michael Myers. Yeah. That movie's fucking spooky, though. It was good. Yeah. I That kind of stuff doesn't, like, scar me, because I'm like, mm. whatever. It's just a dude. He's killing people. That happens. But, like, we saw, we watched The Boy on Netflix. Yeah. That one about the little doll. Mm. And that shit scarred me, dude. I, I still think about Brahms. Yeah. that That's a much spookier movie. Yeah. And that, I just started watching The Haunting of Hill House, too. Oh, no. Because I'm in that spooky mode, and I just got done watching another show. So I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll start this now because I've been hearing good things. First episode, good? pretty spooky. Oh, no. There's a moment where, like, the tilted neck girl is what the little girl calls, calls like, this spirit that's haunting her. And there's a moment where the girl sleeps on the couch because she's too afraid to go to her room. This isn't really spoilers because it's episode one of the show. So, I mean, like, there's, like, ten more episodes. and But, like... The girl, like, wakes up and, like, her eyes get super wide and it's, like, a pan back and you just see the tilted head girl just floating above <laughs> the little girl just staring at her. And it was like, ooh, spooky. Is the cinnamon, is the cinematography pretty good in this yes, show? Yes, the cinnamon is pretty good in this show. Oh, okay. It's pretty spicy. I, I want to give it a watch. Everyone's hailing it, but I just know that I don't have it in me. <laughs> I don't think you do. Just the first episode I was watching, I was kind of like spooked by it. So I don't think you have, you don't have the spine to do it. I saw on Twitter that it, it it's hailed as like, it has like one of the best jump scares that people, that people talk. I think it's episode five. So, so oh, great. So now the, episode five, I'm just going to be out of edge the whole time. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay. 
So we got the six words out of the way. I'm going to describe the game now. Life is Strange is an episodic, decision-based third-person game, which is how I decided to, to make what genre it's in, revolving around a group of high school students. You play as Max, who is attending a prestigious private high school for photography. She discovers that she has the power to rewind time, and she uses it throughout the game to change events and decisions she's made. The game was developed by French developer Don't Not Entertainment and published by Square Enix. Enix. You know, <laughs> there's a lot of contention around how you say it. Yeah. Enix just sounds cooler to me. It probably is Enix because that sounds more Japanese, and I'm pretty sure they're a Japanese publisher. They are, yeah. Yeah. So it's, probably, Japanese. it's probably closer to Enix. Yeah, so nice try, buddy. Usually I'm the one mispronouncing things, but yeah. now it's you. I don't know. I think some people call it Enix. Um, yeah, so I mean, I mentioned that I have a tattoo of this. We should probably talk mm-hmm. about that quickly. I love this game. I played it when I was in high school. Uh, I remember it might have been like during the summer. All five episodes were out. It was like on sale. I decided to grab it. Uh, and I played through it in like two days. Mm-hmm. And at the end, I like there were like two moments in the game that really got me. We can talk about them. Mm-hmm. But at the end, when you have to make the final decision, I I couldn't do it. And I and I and I knew what you had to do. And I did it. And I actually cried like like mm-hmm. baby tears. Like like you know sometimes you see a movie you tear up a little bit. I cried like actually. I was like oh no this is horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then a couple months ago I was itching to get a tattoo. And uh, and I and I decided that I wanted to get a Life is Strange tattoo, so I replayed the game just to make sure. You know what I mean? I was like, I hope I'm not looking at it through rose-colored glasses. Uh, I played it again. I loved every second of it. I played it a little bit differently, which we can talk about. Um, and so I got like the little rewind spiral mm-hmm. uh, with the red X. Like it's like it's like part of the UI of the game. Yeah. Uh, and I thought that was super cool, so I got it on my like arm. Yeah. So I got this game in high school as well. Pretty much the same scenario. I think it was on the sale or something. Yeah. And I had been hearing like great things about this game. And I don't usually play like these episodic games that they get released like over the course of time. Yeah. I don't usually play them episode by episode. I'd rather just sit down and play a whole game. And so like it was perfect timing because the whole game came out. Yep. Like you could play it through the season. And so I think, yeah, it must have been on sale for me to get it too. And I just sat down and I think I just played it over a weekend. And it was just incredible. Oh, no. I played it freshman year of college now that I'm thinking about it. And I did play it over the course of a weekend. But I got the game and I remember sitting down I'm like, okay, this is an episodic game. I think I'll just try to do an episode a night or something. Yeah. And just pace myself to go through this game. And then I got down with episode one. And I'm like, I should shut this off because what I said is I want to pace this out. I'm like, nah, I'm just going to go yeah, right yeah. to it. And I just like ended up doing like three episodes in one night and then finishing <clears throat> the game off the next day. But I don't know. This game is just, I don't know what it is about it because I don't, it's maybe high school-y and I was like a freshman in college and it has like that kind of coming of youth or coming of age story a little bit in it. And then it has like some dramatic elements, but I I don't know. And it has some like crazy moments and twists and turns and like shit that happens. But I don't know. Something with this game just like resonated with me like story wise and it was just you should great ride the whole time. So here, here's what I, cause I played it. Like I said, I played it. I really liked it. And then I played it again a second time. And when I started the game, I was like, wow, this is so much campier and cornier. Like mm-hmm. it, it looks weird. It's got this weird watercolor art, like style aesthetic. Yeah. I was just watching um, a recap before this. Cause it's been a while since I played. And I was like, man, I don't remember the character yeah. models looking this bad. Uh, and, and the, the writing is super like, Mm-hmm. kind of what adults think children talk like yeah they say um, hella a lot like yeah. i remember that being a point of contention when the game came yeah, out yeah, is that say hella. the main character says hella a lot and and so there's a lot that you're like wow this could easily just be some like b movie whatever it's like a it's like a fun mm-hmm. premise but I, I think really what makes this game great 
and once I finished it, I was like, wow, the game just really wears its heart on its sleeve. It's very like an, it's very earnest. It kind of doesn't really pretend to be anything other than it is. Mm-hmm. But I, but I just feel like it's got so much heart, and it's like about, it's about like these two girls connecting and like kind of these crazy things that surrounding that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, and so that's kind of why I feel like it's 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 special, at least to me. Yeah. And just the way they present choices and the number one gameplay mechanic of the game where you, the ability to rewind time is just like, I thought that was just a great idea because like I've never been, I was never a big fan of like to any Telltale games and like other choice based games. And in this one where you could make a choice, but you could also just back up and mm-hmm. dig a different choice after seeing the outcomes yeah. is like crazy. I That's another thing I was thinking about is that, is that I actually feel like this is probably the biggest like innovation on like storytelling games that we've seen yeah in the in the sense that they they threw like a wrench in the gears because they said no normally the fun is like normally the fun in these games is like you pick a choice and you see how it plays out yeah but uh but in this game i feel like the kind of the fun is like you pick a choice you see what happens you know you kind of go back you pick another one and uh and then you you kind of see immediately you kind of also pick like about what immediately immediately happens afterwards Mm -hmm. um and there are a few points in the game where you can't do that, and that's where I feel like the stakes get a lot higher. Yeah. Uh, specifically with like Kate's character. Uh, but overall, yeah, I think it's such a great mechanic, and I and I don't, I haven't really seen anything about Life is Strange two. I'm really excited to play it, but I'm probably just gonna wait till it's all out. Yeah, I'm gonna wait till it's all out. <clears throat> I was uh, reading some things, but it's like it's not related at all to the first one. Mm-hmm. It's like an entirely well, new story. So I was just curious to know because I assume that it has some sort of supernatural like. Element, element yeah the whatever to it and so i'm curious to know like does he have that same power can he rewind mm. time i don't know i don't know because they also had that prequel yeah i don't dlc or was it its own game it was its own game okay before yeah the storm. and that one is you play as chloe yep and it doesn't have the elements but i heard that one's also really oh. good because it's just with the you're still with the characters yeah i actually another kind of hot take i think that that game is better than this one a oh little, really a little bit like I they're, yet. they're both up there for me, but, but I think before the storm has a, it has better writing. It's got more fun, like gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that the dynamic between Rachel and Chloe was a little bit more fun than, than Max and Chloe. Mm. Yeah. I haven't played it yet. I'll probably, I'll get to it one day. Okay. But for anyone who hasn't played the game, obviously I said you play as Max. She's this photography student or whatever. Um, and the whole game is kind of based around you discover you have this power when you're in the bathroom and this dude named Nathan is freaking out and he shoots this girl with blue hair mm-hmm. and you're like whoa whoa whoa, and you rewind and you end up back in class and you're like what the fuck happened and then you're like whoa 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 and you get out of class and you go stop it again um and so chloe is like a childhood friend of max and so the the story revolves around these two girls and i'm curious to know did, how did you play them because there's a couple ways that you can kind of make their relationship and i want to know how you did it what were the ways again it's okay, been so well, long since so I when i first played the game i don't know i you know i was in high school i was like whatever I just, I just play, they were like just friends or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. they're really good friends, but th- really there is an angle where you can play like they're in a relationship kind of. I don't, I remember like, I don't know. I can't quite remember how well, I played Well, there's the em. one scene specifically where she's like, do you want to kiss or whatever? And then she's like, ha ha, how funny would it be if we kissed? And then I, and then I remember being like, oh yeah, ha ha in high school. I don't know. I just didn't mm-hmm. like think. And then when I replayed it, I was like, oh, like this is, they, they have kind of a, a different relationship. I mean, it's, you know I mean? You can play it a couple different ways. Yeah. I don't quite remember which way I played it. <sighs> Come on, Eric. <laughs> it's been what, like three years since I played it. So I think the game's more interesting if you play them like they're, they're together. Romantically. Kind of. Romantically yeah. involved. Kind of. I probably did play it like that. And maybe just like on accident. I don't know if I like had them kiss or anything in that situation, but 
I don't know. I can't quite remember how I played it, but I know I had them be like really close. Like yeah. I always had their decisions be so that I was driving that relationship because like that's what I care about. Like yeah, I didn't yeah. want her to be with like Warren or whatever. Yeah, Warren fucking sucked. Yeah, Warren was a nerd. Like they really, they Warren. really lean into that whole kind of because uh, he's kind of like this nice guy, like mm-hmm. like friend zone dude or whatever. Yeah, and uh, this is spoilers. Whatever we're gonna spoil before the storm as well. Wait. Do you want to play? Never mind. Do you want to play that game? Ah, uh, we can spoil it. It's been I don't know how long. You should play. I, and this is a pretty minor spoiler, it, yeah. actually. So, so there's a character in that game that's good friends with Chloe as well, mm-hmm. uh, and she, she again, he again, kind of plays like the Warren type character, except he's a lot more like pushy about it. He, he's very clearly a close friend of hers. Uh, and then at some point in the game, uh, towards the end, he like flips out actually and like traps her in a room, and it's like you never pay attention to me, blah blah blah, and it's like this total like. Uh, and it, and it made me think that, like, what a great twist it was. Because I should have seen it coming the entire time. I thought mm-hmm. he was just this dude that, like, really, uh, like, was worried about Chloe or whatever. But in reality, he's just, like, very, like, he has, like, the fr- the nice guy complex. Yeah, he has a motive. Entirely. Yeah, his motivation is to, like, get with Chloe. Yeah. And so at some point, he just kind of snaps. And I was like, holy shit. What? And it's it's actually super minor, I feel like. It's not that that important in the story. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I thought, what a great twist. And I, and I feel like not not really any, like, any stories at all are really covering that kind of dynamic. In fact, yeah. most of the time, you see the opposite, where it's like, oh, the, she didn't see that he was there all along, whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so so Warren is kind of that same character, except they don't make him creepy at all. He's just kind of an option for you to, mm-hmm. you can be with Warren if you want to. Yeah, although I do, maybe I kiss Warren at the end too. Really? I think I was playing all my bases, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> yeah, but then at the end, I chose to the real ending, which it, or the quote unquote real ending, which is to run away with Chloe. Wait, that's the one you think is the real ending? Yeah, for sure. Where you drive away, the tornado destroys the town. That's not the real That is totally I, the real ending. I, what I meant when I cried was that I killed Chloe. Oh, <laughs> no. The real ending that is when you drive away with Chloe, the tornado kills everyone in town. That's all right. All right. All right. So this is a, this is a big point of, of contention because mm. that's definitely not the real ending. Yeah. The game clearly wants you to kill Chloe. No, I think the game and makes you want to think. Because the one where the tornado destroys the town and you drive off is so much longer than when no, you kill Chloe. When, no, it's not. They make you play through the part where Chloe dies. Oh, maybe I'm remembering it wrong. Yeah, definitely. Because the, literally, if you choose to just glow with Chloe, you guys just leave and the, t- and the tornado destroys the town. Ah. Oh. But I remember driving through. Well, I definitely chose the one where you leave because I remember the tornado being destroyed or destroying the town. But you I wonder if I. bastard. I wonder if I played through twice. God, I should have replayed this before we did this, but. Because it's been so long since I played it. Yeah, I wonder if I... I think I stuck with Chloe because I'm like, fuck all these people. Yeah, I'm not well, a hero. I don't have to do this for all these town folk that are kind of all assholes, to be honest. Well, here's what I thought about. Because I was like, I want Chloe to not die. That fucking sucks for her. But I was like, Chloe's mom lives here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kate was actually the big deciding factor for me because I thought Kate was a great character. She's like, it, for anyone who obviously hasn't played the game, um she's this she's at the beginning of the game she's very like she's crying all the time she's clearly very clearly getting bullied about stuff uh and it turns out that that a video was released of her like making out with a bunch of dudes and stuff and she was very clearly like super drunk and she had said that she got drugged mm-hmm. um it turns out that she was drugged by that nathan guy um and so at some point she like goes up to the top of a building and is going to kill herself and this is at the point this is a point where uh 
Max's powers like stop working for mm-hmm. some reason, and so you actually have to like talk her down, or she just does it. Mm-hmm. Um, did you manage to talk her down? I did. Yeah, I Bo- did. Both times I played, I did. Oh, I didn't, and it was probably the one of the biggest points in the game that like actually made me like feel some sort of emotion is that I didn't manage to do oh, it, no. and like I was super depressed about it. Like, yeah, because like, that's well, that's that was the big reason that I I was like I can't just let like Kate die. Mm-hmm. I can't let you know what I mean all these people that that kind of Max like got to yeah because she asks you like a series of questions to like prove if you're really her friend because yeah. you really don't talk to her much and so like you're not really friends and I th- I ended up just getting one of the questions wrong. Cause I honestly wasn't paying that much attention to her <laughs> in reality. And so I don't, she just ends up jumping off the building and I remember just be like, cause that's, and, then th- and that's the end of episode one. And so I just remember like just sitting there like defeated. I that. don't think it's, I think it's like in episode three actually. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Well, it's the end of one of the episodes. I'm pretty sure. And then the next episode starts right after that. But I remember just sitting there like, fuck, I fucked up. <laughs> Yeah, so I guess I mean I guess that that decision kind of like I said, Kate was kind of the deciding factor for me. I felt like mm-hmm. uh, it was, I was like, damn, I don't want this girl who like went through all this shit to just like die in a tornado. Yeah. Um, but it is pretty cool how that ending too, because you go back to the first moment of the game too, where you rewind time and you just choose not to stop the yep. kid from killing Chloe. Yep. And so that's pretty cool. How and it's it just really, it's really heart wrenching decision. It, it really is like, it's super hard to do that too, because mm-hmm. you have to literally watch this dude just murder her. Yeah. And, and you're like sitting there with your head down and like, and like the butterfly like floats by and stuff. It's, it's really mm-hmm. rough. Yeah. Um, and like I said, so that's why I feel like for as campy as this game can be, it like, it really made me feel like genuine emotion for mm-hmm. these characters that are obviously just like pixels on a screen. Um, so yeah, so there's some other characters I want to talk about. Nathan was fucking terrifying. <laughs> that yes. kid's a psychopath. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's like how his whole shtick is that he literally is gonna like murder someone. He's a teacher, is he? He's not a student. No, Nathan's the student. Wait, or, who's the rapey teacher? Oh, that's his name's like Mister. I don't know what his name is. Anyway, he's the photo professor. Yeah, that guy is is literally yes. That guy's literally a psycho. The whole thing is that you're trying to figure out who what happened to Rachel uh, mm-hmm. Adams. I think is her name. Yeah. So wait, is Nathan the guy that lives in the RV? No, that's Frank. God damn it, Eric. So that's Frank. He's a drug dealer. That Nathan is the preppy dude whose dad's super rich. Oh, yeah. Okay. Who literally shoots Chloe in the beginning. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I remember Nathan. I'm not good with names. I remember the characters. Okay, yes. So he's super weird. You search his room at one point. He's into some weird stuff, uh, Mm -hmm. and, and he's... He's really unstable. Yeah. Um. The teacher I thought was another great twist mm-hmm. because you you see him right at the beginning of the game. He's like giving this little lecture about whatever, and he's super friendly to Max the entire time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you find out that he's been kidnapping these girls, mm-hmm. uh, and like and like drugging drugging them and like taking pictures of them because that's his whole thing. Is he's a photographer, and he's like, oh, I love like the look of someone who's vulnerable or whatever and yeah. it's, it's super like messed up you're like wow this is and like literally at one point you're in the final chapter max is like caught by him and he like has her trapped and he's like and he's like gonna kill her mm-hmm. um and you go through this whole like shtick of like trying to get out and stuff by rewinding time a bunch of times and then uh chloe's stepdad who is really like a big douchebag mm-hmm. um comes and saves you and that has a really good moment yeah yeah and then you're like okay maybe this guy isn't such an asshole yeah but he kind of is he's still a douchebag but he's not as bad especially after that like you can you see in that moment that he has good intentions yeah but he's just not going about it the right way yeah yeah um i think earlier in the game too he might like hit chloe i don't quite remember yeah i think he does something stupid where 
like it causes Chloe to just completely not care about him anymore. Yeah. I don't he might hair. I don't remember. Um but another big point in the game that I thought was another one where I had to, I remember having to pause the game. I put the controller down. I like walked around for a while. I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Is uh it's chapter 4. You have like gone way back in time and changed it so that Chloe's dad never dies. Yeah. Um and now you come you come to the present or whatever. Uh and she her dad's still alive, but she's like quadriplegic. She's like her like lungs are failing. She got hit by a car, mm-hmm. um, and so she's like on all this medical support, and it's really it's it's rough. Uh, and she asks you to kill her. Mm-hmm. She she's like just put too much of my medicine in the IV. I'll just go to sleep. I won't be like a burden to my parents anymore. I'm in like a bunch of pain, and yeah. I and so I put it down, and I was like, what the hell? What do I do? What do I do? Mm-hmm. Like I you know what I mean? Is it ethical to? to just murder this girl basically is it ethical to just leave her suffering like i don't know and so i had a real i had a real problem with this uh and so i'm curious to know what you did in that situation i believe i killed her really yes so i did not i couldn't Mm. do it i but my logic in thinking that was like i have done all of this this is my fault i have to take responsibility by murdering her (laughs) well just by putting her out of suffering i would i don't know if it's called it would be straight up murder it's more of assisted suicide than murder and so but i was like this is like i'm literally screwing up the fabric of the universe right now and this is entirely my fault (laughs) um Adam, Adam, who was on our episode three of this uh, of the show, he came mm-hmm. to talk about Dragon Ball. He, him, and I have been like we argue about this all not all the time. It's not a real argument, anyways. But because uh, he he did the same thing, and I was like, I just don't feel like Max is the person who should be killing her. Yeah, because because she's like Max, do it. I'm like that should probably be for a doctor or someone. You know what I mean? Go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a state that has assisted suicide. I don't know. Also, you kind of know that Max is gonna fix it all, anyways. She's yeah. gonna go back. She's gonna let you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Um. But but just like in that moment, I was like, nah, I don't think I can do this. I don't mm. I don't think this is right. Yeah, I think that's just uh, the difference in how you could play Max. Is like my Max, I was pretty much setting up to always make the tougher decision. Oh, okay. And like, cause cause everything that happens in the game is kind of her fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like. I don't know. I just made her so she always had to make the tougher decision, and I think that's why at the end I chose to save Chloe because she just like screw it i i do all this stuff anyway it's my fault i'm gonna be happy for once interesting yeah i don't know and it's weird because max kind of just finds herself in this situation she doesn't know what gives her these powers or anything and yeah. then she, she the, her only fault is that she uses them mm-hmm. um but i don't know i just couldn't i i knew that it was really hard to like just let chloe die at the end but like i said again i was just like it's not right to just let this 400 people in this or you know however big the town yeah. is a thousand two thousand or whatever mm. people die in this storm yeah, I don't know. The life of one worth thousands. It's uh, it's always like a repeated like story beat, especially if you're doing stuff with like Superman or Batman, or like they don't kill or something. Yeah, and so I don't know. Just at the end of like, you know what? I'm not a hero. <laughs> I'm just doing shit for myself. Uh, okay, <laughs> I'm gonna save Chloe. I wonder if you ever, because that that was really people were. I remember people were pissed off because they were because obviously it's an episode of game people had been playing it and they were yeah. really mad that the game came down to just two choices and it didn't yeah. matter it actually had no it had it had no effect like whether what you were doing throughout the entire game at what happened yeah uh but i don't know it's all about the journey not yeah. really about the destination no, that's what i was gonna say i didn't care i was like yeah. whatever this is cool anyways mm-hmm. and i and i enjoyed that like this, the decisions you made did play out in different ways yeah um but i, I wonder if you ever get in life is strange too is there any like allusion to like if Max and Chloe are still around, if, if mm-hmm. there is, like, a real ending. 
Yeah, well, don't like in Telltale games, like it crosses your save over, and then like it, when it recaps, it shows you your choices you made. Uh, yeah, they do that. In yeah, Telltale so games. I wonder if in like Life is Strange too, if like you just like fill out like your choices that you made or what choice you made at the end, and then it'll just like archive that, and so if there's any mention of Arcadia ever. It's will maybe mention the tornado that miraculously, uh, or maybe this tornado that was supposed to come down and it didn't happen, or mention that Chloe died. This girl died in the school, I guess, because she rear-bombed Tom all the way back there. Or if it you chose the other ending, if it will mention like this town that got destroyed by this natural disaster. Interesting. Yeah, I'd be. I would. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, because I mean, like that'd be really easy to write. Because it's literally select whatever one you choose. It's only two choices because the game ended no matter what in those two ways. Yeah. So it'd be an easy way to integrate it. Yeah, that kind of massively spoils the ending of the last game, huh? For people who haven't played it. But I guess. But why are you playing two if you haven't played the first one? Well, because it has nothing to do with the first one. Yeah. Well, then it doesn't matter. You could just select whatever one you want. Fair enough. Because if you're playing two, you're probably not going to go back and play one. Um. Did you play that little like mini? story thing that they released for free the adventures of captain spirit no but it's on my computer i just haven't played it you should i again i was because i i'm a big life is strange fan and when that came out i was like whoa it's for free that's dope i'll play that Mm -hmm. uh it only takes like maybe an hour and a half like two hours three hours if you're like really stretching it Mm -hmm. um and it and it follows this kid i don't remember his name but he like pretends to be a superhero that's his big thing yeah uh and he's in this house the whole time with his dad who uh at the beginning you're like huh he's i don't know he seems okay but but he kind of says some shady stuff, maybe alluding to that he had like hit the kid, mm-hmm. um, and then he kind of gets get like progressively more drunk as you you go, uh, and it's really it's it, again it's like a really kind of a rough game because you're mm-hmm. you're dealing with this dude who is like kind of unstable in the house, and you're just this kid and you're just trying to like be a superhero and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, and it, it I thought it was great, so I think it's worth playing. Yeah, I think that's the good, the great part about Don't Nod is like they tell like. They'll introduce supernatural elements, but they tell very real stories, yeah. and they don't hold back. Yeah, my well, the my favorite part about Life is Strange was that it had this. It was all like this weird murder mystery, right? Yeah. You're like always like, what the fuck happened to Rachel Adams? Like, mm-hmm. you know, what I mean, because Chloe and Rachel were like lit. I think I I don't know if it, it's in the in the prequel. It is like literally they are romantically involved. Yeah. Um, but, I think that's pretty determinable in Life is Strange as well. Yeah. So you you should play the prequel too though. They, like I said, the dynamic between Chloe and and, mm-hmm. uh, and Rachel it's much more like it's much more well written. Yeah, uh, and I think it's a lot more interesting. And Rachel's a cool character. And that and then when I replayed the game because I replayed it after I played the prequel, um, it added like a lot of context. I thought it was a great great way to. Uh, re- I, it was like a nice lens to replay the game through. Yeah, I don't know. They should just put them all on Switch, the greatest console ever made, and then I'll play through them all. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of curious. I feel like I don't obviously porting is not as simple as like pressing yeah. the fucking port button, but I feel yeah. like that's worth. I feel like the Life Strange games could run on Switch. Oh no, easily. Yeah, they were. I think they're on. You can get it on your iPad. Can you? Yeah. I'll no if that's true. No, I swear to God, they, they have it on iOS. Huh. Um, the prequel? No, uh, I don't know anything about the prequel, but I mm. I know Life is Strange, like the game we're talking about, is on on iOS. Mm. I didn't know that. I'm gonna fact check you after this. I swear to God, <laughs> I, I I I promise I'll do it right now. Um, anyways, so I think that they should put those games on Switch. I bet people would play them. Yeah. Uh, but, but before, but did you did you see that Donod made a weird vampire game? Yeah, like Vampire or yeah. something. 
and it, and it kind of did not yeah, do that bopped. well. I read reviews for it and I'm like, yeah, yeah this doesn't. They said it was interesting and like and like kind of ambitious, but it just didn't play out that it's well. It's like more of an actual game instead of a story, like a choice based story, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like a it's like a brawler, not like a brawler, but you you, you fight slash. you you fight people. You're sucking blood. Whatever. Yeah. You fight people and sucking blood. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the tagline for it? Yeah. Fight it people suck blood. It should be. <laughs> if they want to pay me for that tagline, that's fine. Yeah. It's literally Life is Strange is on iOS. Oh. Well, there you go. That it could easily be ported to Switch. I don't know. Port it to a the iPhone. You could probably easily port it to Switch. A software made for games. Yeah. Probably. Um. What other so so do you have like a favorite part of the Life is Strange? Do you have like a favorite scene? Um I had one, but I forgot what it was. Oh no. Obviously the end is really good. I liked the um I thought the scene where you do go back in time uh to save Chloe's dad. That was like a very poignant part in the game. Yeah. And like you go out and like you I guess push Chloe because I think she's in a wheelchair. And you like end up on the beach, and yep. there's all the dead whales. Oh yeah, that was a pretty good scene as well. And also the scene where you're at the guy's trailer, like investigating to Frank, see, yep. yeah, Frank, if to see if like Rachel's there or like if he did anything to Rachel. And uh, I think he shows up and like gets violent, doesn't he? Yeah, there. Yeah, uh, and like you pull out the gun that you got at the trailer park or at like the junkyard or something. Or is uh, that yeah. later in the game? There, it's possible to shoot Frank. Yeah, uh, which is which is interesting. He doesn't die, but you you can. Did shoot you him. shoot him? Uh, yeah, I think I, think, I did. Too. I think I did. I think I shot him in the leg, and then yeah. I called nine one one. Yeah, I think I shot him as well. Uh, he plays a big role in the prequel as well, and he's actually like kind of a good guy. Mm. Uh, and and he he plays kind of a pivotal role in that in that story. Um, I I really enjoyed that. Like I said, those two scenes, the big ones, where they kind of made me choose really hard ones really hard uh choices but i thought the, the the story with um the scene with kate on the building was a again a, like a kind of a heart wrenching mm. i thought it was cool that they strip your powers because obviously there's really no stakes if you can just like let this girl die and then whatever yeah um yeah i don't know i guess that's all i got for for that stuff i because again i played it like a couple months ago and it's still you know i mean you mm. lose that stuff pretty fast i spent the whole game trying to get uh, uh, to do something to that really bitchy, like preppy girl. Oh, Victoria. Yep. Yeah, I spent the whole game trying to do whatever I could to foil her or embarrass her because <laughs> she was such a bitch. Yeah, yeah. There's the scene where you can just dump paint all yeah. over her. Um, I think both times I played, I I don't know why I just tried to like extend an olive branch to her. Mm. I don't know why I was like, I don't know. I, just, oh, I had nothing. I had nothing but spite for her. Yeah, no, she sucked definitely. And no yeah. matter what you do, she's still kind of like horrible. Yeah, you even save her at the end and yep. she's still horrible. Yep, in the prequel she's bad too. Well, guess what? By choice they all died, so I win the end. <laughs> yeah, you, you really, you really <laughs> fucked everyone in this game. Yeah, honestly. Uh, you know what's weird? Because you don't see Max's parents at all in this, right? No, because they, well, she... She moved to Seattle when they were young or yeah, whatever. And then and then she comes back to live at the prep school. Okay, yeah. Um so they're like nowhere to be yeah, found. Okay, that's right. So if the remember. if the city dies, it's the sh- they're not there. It's fine. Yeah, it really doesn't affect her at all. Save she saved the people she cared about, which yeah. is Chloe. Yeah, and then I mean I guess you you had already I've not saved Kate, so like I, yeah. anyone worth saving in Arcadia Bay was basically I mean, I guess I kissed Ward and let him die. I really let him on. Oh shit. <laughs> So yeah, just left him. I'm sure he's fine. They're in the really shitty diner. 
Yeah, and that's kind of interesting to think about. Did everyone just die, or was the city like just? Destroyed? I mean, it's a tornado. I'm sure there's there was like uh people. There's probably basements and stuff there. I'd imagine. It was a pretty big tornado. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was probably like what an F five. That's the top one. It was probably like an F eight or yeah. something like an F ten. <laughs> I mean, it was a supernatural tornado. Yeah, but I mean, if you get a basement, it's not gonna hit every house. Not like it's going around hitting every house. You might be on the outskirts of town. Got a basement, just destroys your home, and you get the insurance money. Oh, yeah, fair. Yeah, as long as you live. But you're probably not living if you get sucked up in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, I'm really interested to play Life is Strange 2 now. I kind of just want it's, to... It's like eight bucks for an episode or something. I might just want to play the yeah. first one. Uh, and I know it, it revolves around a, a kid and his brother. Uh, they're like on the run. They must have like done a crime or something. And, mm. uh, and I, I saw a Kotaku article headline that said something about like... Uh, it faces racism head or like oh yeah like the uh, the antagonist in Life is Strange two is racism mm. uh because they're both like Latino yeah so they're uh, escaping down to Mexico right I have no idea I think that's what they're trying to get down to Mexico and it may, so maybe they're being I don't know, no that wouldn't make sense if they're being deported because then you're going to Mexico anyway I don't remember anyways yeah I'm interested to play the game though it looks cool I I'm really I really want to know like what the his superpower is yeah I wonder if he'll even have one uh and then. When they released the Adventures of Captain Spirit, they said it it tied into Life is Strange two somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know how that little boy. I assume he's grown up now or something. I don't know. I don't, we'll see. I'll be curious Maybe to see. Maybe he's it. the antagonist in the game. Grew up with an abusive father and just became an asshole. Maybe that's. I mean, it could be a, an origin story for for mm-hmm. a villain. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know when they're slated to release like the second episode of that or anything. And they usually do it month by month, isn't it? I don't think it's one a month because the last one came out last month. Like, oh. It came out in September and it, October's already over. Oh. So maybe it's every three months? Yeah, that sounds about right. Damn, so, so that'll be like then the whole package December. wouldn't have been out until like the whole package won't be out until like next year then. Yeah, that sounds about right. I don't want to wait that long. That's just a year. We got Smash coming up. That's There's plenty true. of games to play. Not going to play anything other than Smash as soon as that's out. Yeah, so it really is just curious that we both connected with this game because I also don't give a fuck about like sto- other story based games like that yeah. at least, where like decision making games. Mm-hmm. I never really played Telltale, although I am very sad that they're gone. That whole situation sucks. Yeah, that does suck. Uh, so I I wasn't a fan of their games, but obviously I don't. I still think it's horrible what happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. So is that is that the same situation for you where you never really? Yeah, I don't play. I maybe played the uh, the first season of a wolf among us before this yeah i did as and well i thought it was fine but just that kind of gameplay was not really for me and so i think what just led me to play through all of life is strange and get the platinum is that the story was just so good mm-hmm. and like that's obviously what kept me there yeah because like there's zero gameplay in that game at all well, it's basically a walking simulator well, I was gonna say and you, you walk around rewind, rewind time and then there's collectibles, and that's basically how you get the platinum. It's a really easy platinum. Uh, I didn't do the plat. I don't know. Even on the second playthrough, I just didn't get all the. the... Oh, it's super easy. I also you... played it on Xbox, so that's oh, why. Oh, that's why. <laughs> I got okay. the platinum for the for the prequel because I had it on my PlayStation. Mm. But, uh, it, it it looked easy. But um, did you get frustrated during that the bottle scene? You know, I'm talking about the infamous um, when you're in the junkyard and like everyone said they had trouble finding all the bottles. Oh, where you have to shoot all the bottles for target practice or yeah. something. Uh, I believe so. Yeah. I believe I couldn't find the last bottle. The second time ever. I just looked, I was like right away, I just looked up a walkthrough because I remember like banging my fucking head. I think I looked up a walkthrough as well because I couldn't find it. Yeah, because everything's, the graphics aren't the greatest, obviously. Yeah. 
And so like everything's and in the junkyard everything's kind of the same colors. Yeah. And like chunky textures, so it's just just annoying. Um and then they it's 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 kind of interesting to see how these episodic games work because in the fourth or fifth episode when you're doing that little like dream sequence thing where she's like in that huge black space, you have yeah. to find more bottles. So they like allude to this, like the joke. Yeah. Um, it is funny when developers do that. I like that. When you just allude to something, you know, that your player base just like was annoyed by. Yeah. yeah and just yeah. make a joke out of it. <laughs> I think it helps to make it seem like the developer is not as tone deaf about what's going on in their actual player base. Yeah. 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 They were hella, hella woke. Mm hmm. <laughs> That the, the the writing really was pretty like again I played it through a second time and I was like yeah the writing is pretty campy but I still I love this game so much yeah for what it is it's mostly just certain dialogue scenes it's not campy all over the place it's just mostly in the dialogue scenes between Chloe and Max where it gets super campy because mm-hmm. I think in like the first episode and they especially toned it down because I think they got the feedback about it too because in the first episode I'm pretty sure Chloe says hella like every other sentence yeah. And so I think they realized and they toned it down after that. That was never even a thing in my life that I feel like people were saying hella. I The only reason I knew the word hella is because Tim from Kind of Funny would be saying it a lot oh, yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah. And then, uh, so I just kind of understood that as a word when I got Life is Strange. And then I think Tim got made fun of I'm Kind of Funny for it too as well. So he stopped saying it. This is like a big side note. But uh, I've actually feel like I've gotten a lot of my expressions from kind of funny because I was saying back in high school, I uh, ever, everyone like thought that I made it up. But I really I was just watching kind of funny where I, I would always say that I'm juiced oh. about something because because that was the big thing that they used to talk about. Cool, Greg, being yeah. juiced about things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say rigmarole a lot. Oh, OK. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Use that when I because I we did. I did a podcast in high school as well. And so I stole rigmarole for when we were talking about things. Yeah. I got like a nice rigmarole going for the show. I think it, it's uh, mm-hmm. it's there at least. I don't know. It's, it's there. It's it co- exists. It's, it's consistent. <laughs> you know, whatever. I have it. I have it written down. We'll um, see if you get it right at the end today. Oh yeah, yeah. I just keep I just keep my intro and my and my outro just written in the podcast prep sheet, and yeah. then I just it's pretty much in my brain. But I just look at it and I go, all right, this mm-hmm. is what I need to do. Um, one last question: What is your do you have an opinion on the episodic release schedule for these things? And I know you said you don't really care to play them like as they come yeah. out, but but what do you think about it? Have you, what what would push you to be like I need to play like the first and second episode of this game? I don't know if there's really anything they could do that would push me to play it by like just ha- have to get an episode. But I'm perfectly fine with just waiting. So like I'm not. I don't <clears throat> if like maybe it was cheaper to get it episodically. But I don't think it is. I think if you just wait, I'm fine with waiting. And there's, like I said before, there's so many things to play right now, so I'm fine with waiting on it. I just, I don't, yeah, I don't think there's anything they could really do in like the first episode, unless like, yeah, I don't even know. Like it'd have to be some crazy story thing or like some just magnificent trailer. Like the only thing I think would that would make me buy an episodic game if if like Naughty Dog came out and that's Last of Us Part Two is episodic and I'm oh, like, yeah. well, fuck, I guess I buy this episode by episode because I have to play this game. Remember when uh Square Enix said that that Final Fantasy VII the remake was gonna be episodic, but like episodic in the sense that they're gonna be like Final Fantasy VII one and it's gonna come out and then like four years later I Final yeah. Fantasy I don't know that game's never coming out. Yeah, Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> that's not that'll come out with uh, Hideo. 
Kojima's game. Yeah, that Death was a, that was a fucking pipe dream. Yeah, and then they and then they announced it, and everyone was like, "Wow, it's real!" But I'm like, "Nope, not nah, real. It's not real. <laughs> it's not." I'm, Same I'm, with Death Stranding. It's not real. Yeah, it's not. Oh, that's it's not a game. What a brilliant idea, though, because honestly, I swear to God, they're just they're just releasing trailers and they're they're they selling merch. Yeah, honestly, yeah, they release a trailer at every press conference, and then they just sell more. Merch. Yeah, and then they sell just more Kojima yeah, merch. They're basically paying for the game as they're yeah. making it. That's and a, the twist is gonna be there's no game. Yeah, <laughs> that's the big. Death Stranding Twitch. You've been playing the whole time. Yeah. There is no game. You've literally just been watching a movie of Norman Reedus just walking around with this weird baby. Yeah. I think I think once I'm done with Red Ted, I might try to play the first episode of Life is Strange 2. Uh, maybe if the second episode comes out and people are like, that's kind of the zeitgeist. Like everyone's talking about it. Maybe I'll need to mm-hmm. do it then. Yeah. I don't know. I probably, I'll probably i just wait till next year and I'll play it through. I got to play. I got to play these prequels now too. So like, yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know if you have to. You should though. I really I think- should. I really like Life is Strange. Like I said in the opening, it's one of my favorite games, and so I really should play them. It's mm. not enough time in the day. Yeah, I just want to financially support these people. Make Life is Strange until make. I want to play. You can't make it. Either. I want to be sixty year old playing like Life is Strange eighteen. You know. I mean, if it's still good at that point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> only if it's good, but. What, well, you know, if they're telling all these anthologies, there's like fucking a million Final Fantasy games. There's, those are still pretty good. I couldn't tell you. I don't play Final Fantasy. I played 15. It was all right. It was it was something. Are it you was a like fan of Final Fantasy. I wouldn't call myself a fan. Yeah. I guess I I played like most of six, like half of seven, mm, and then I've, I finished 15. So I'm, I guess I'm I've really. literally never touched one. So don't ever plan on it. Fair enough. Anyways, everyone, thank you for listening. This has been the Generic Gaming Podcast.mp3. Catch next week's episode when Donald Glover comes on the show to talk about whatever the fuck Donald Glover wants to talk about. Honestly, I just let Donald Glover talk. You could we could put him in a room by himself, and I'm sure he could make an entertaining podcast. Yeah, he doesn't even have to talk about games. We can just talk about whatever he wants to talk about. It could probably just be yeah, honestly. I want to know is if he's making a rap album is what's happening. Is he because whatever know, his work, new album is, he's working like on music. Is it going to be R and B? Is it going to be rap? Well, he released those two singles. And those aren't those are more R and B than rap. Well, yeah, but you know he dropped this is America. That was a trap. Fucking yeah, banger. that was a trap song. One uh, of the best music videos I've ever seen. Oh yeah, for I've sure. I've watched it. I swear to God, sixty times. Mm-hmm. Like not, I'm not even exaggerating. Yeah, it, yeah, my couch pretty up there. It's pretty good. Yeah. So hopefully he has some cool things to talk about next week. Yeah. Anyways, stay tuned for next week. Uh, thank you for listening. We love you, unless case, unless case. Wow. Oh my God. Wow. We love you, unless you suck. In which case, we don't. And you should probably work on that. And I should probably work on my rigmarole. Thanks for listening. Have a good one.